You know the vibes! Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K23. Did I forget to say that yesterday? That's terrible. 2K23, make sure you go get your copy. I've recently started playing my team. I used to just play my career. I've been playing my team recently. So you guys let me know if you want to start seeing some my team content on TikTok and YouTube because that might be fun. You know, one of the first cards that came out this year was the BJ Armstrong card on my team. And oh, BJ is it. an stop absolute it. sniper. I don't actually have him in my team because I missed out on that one because I only just started playing. So jump aboard right now. Jump aboard right now. But do you know what's crazy? What I like about my team, BJ, is you get these random cards. You open packs and they mm -hmm. give you the cards and you get random players from NBA history. So talking about the great Paul Silas yesterday, he's actually the starting power forward for my team on NBA 2K. Oh, wow. I've got an oh. interesting lineup. I've got um, I've got J. Cole as my point guard. J. Cole got his own, he got added into the game. But uh, before that, I had Ty Lawson. And um, then who have I got? I've got Shout Cole. out to Ty Lawson, man. He was a good little player. Ty really Lawson was a great player. player. I remember the story I read about Ty Lawson that his dad used to make him run up hills wearing ankle weights when he was 10 years old to improve his bounce. So shout out to him. Uh, I've got Kobe Bryant at my two. And then I've got Gallinari, a special edition at a three. But it's like the New York's Knicks version of Gallinari, not the current Gallinari, if, if you see what I'm saying. And I've got Cyrus at the four, and then I've got Will Chamberlain at the five, which I think is a pretty good team. But um, speaking of having different players on different teams, today, BJ, we're talking about your favorite, trade rumors. Are you excited? Oh, guess. Just for context to the listeners, we're recording this at 5.28 p.m. on Monday. So if any of these trades happen by the time you hear this tomorrow morning, we told you so. Um, but we've had a report from Shams Trania, who's definitely not the owner of a Twitter meme page. And I'm going <laughs> to give you the information and I'm going to get your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you guys want to know what this, if you guys want to know what this joke is, you have to search on Twitter Shams and then Hoop Central. I think was the name of the page that they said he runs. We got to get Shams on the show to clear this up once and for all. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we do. So following a two and ten start, the Lakers now 11-15, three games out of sixth place. We spoke about them yesterday. The Lakers have discussed packages including salaries and a protected first round pick for Detroit. Bogda Boyan Bogdanovich, who were granted anonymity so that they could speak freely. Now, BJ, as our resident Detroit native, what do you think about this? Because I have no doubt in my mind that Bogdanovich could help the Lakers. He's been playing excellent basketball for your Pistons. But I really like what he brings to this Pistons team. You know, he's become a leader for this young Pistons group, which makes general manager Troy Weaver unwilling to move him. Would you rather, if you're the Detroit Pistons, keep Bojan or have salaries, which I assume is Patrick Beverly and a few others, and a protective first round pick? Well, I want to be careful how I answer this question. Because you know, Mo, the, the Detroit Pistons, you know, I, I, I got to remove myself you know, being a, a a piston fan, and then I have to look at it with 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 with, with a clear clear vision, or as clear as I can. Now, the Detroit Pistons—they've done a, in my humble opinion, they've done an excellent job 
is what they've done through the draft. You know, Kay Cunningham, he's out. Looks like he's going to miss possibly the entire season due to injury or whatever the case may be, but he's missed a significant part of the season um, due to his injury. And then suddenly they get this kid, you know, you know, Bogey. How do you pronounce his name? I want to make sure I'm pronouncing Bojan his name. Bogdanovich. Bogey plays for the Bogdan, Hawks. That's Bogdan Bogdanovich. This is Bojan. Yeah. Or Bojan. if you want to be correct, Bojan. Bojan, okay. He's been terrific. What, he had 38 last night? He had 38, right, in the game? Yeah, he had, he had a great game. Okay. He had a great He's game. averaging 21 points a game this season, shooting 50% from okay. the field, 44% from three. He had okay. yeah, 38 against the Lakers. 38 versus the Lakers. I think he's a keeper for Detroit. Mm -hmm. I think he's a, I think he's a keeper. Why? He's a veteran. He's, you know, he's one of, if not the best player they have right now. He's a, he's a, he's, he's a true professional. You know, I, I, I really, really, you know, I always look for those underrated pickups that people aren't really talking about. They really don't understand at the beginning of them. You know, like when that trade happened, it was like, why, why is he going there? Mm -hmm. He's a really, really good basketball player. Okay. Really good. Plays off the dribble a little better than I thought. Hits tough shots. Has a nice body. Plays through the contact. You can go to him late in games. A very reliable score. Passer. Gives you effort. I like him. Has leadership. So if I were the if I were the Pistons, I I I'm I'm because because we always talk about those you know future you know first round picks and lottery protected and da 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 da. But at some point here, the you know these teams are going to have to start winning, and you got to win with quality players. And what we know the formula to win in this league are experienced players. Bogdanovich has shown that he is that level of player. If I were the Lakers, would I be trying to get him? I can definitely see why they would want a player like him. I get it, without question. I mean, it makes, I mean, it, I don't even think it's worth even discussing other than he's a shooter. He would compliment their best players. He's a pros pro, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. However, I think Detroit has found a keeper. Yep. I think he's a keeper. I, I I personally, I think Bogdanovich is a keeper for the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons right now, you know, watching them, you and I talked about it, you know, what, a couple of days ago, yesterday, whenever we, because we talk every day, other than when the Celtics lose. But we talk, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry, did I say that? <laughs> well, well, BJ, that, that does mean every day, except for maybe five days this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, we talk, yeah. but you know, those five days, it was very quiet, you know, and I enjoy that. But I just think right now, I'm just excited to see if I'm the Pistons fan to see what this team can do, mm -hmm. because he was one of those players that all of a sudden now you're looking at him going, he's pretty good. Like, well, I mean, he had 38, right? Mm -hmm. He had 38. And, and he's, he's, he's not just doing what he did in Utah, standing away to catch and shoot. He's getting the yeah, ball and saying. he's cooking. But, you, you know, Mo, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You and I talked about this 
just a couple of days ago. Detroit's like almost in every game. They they until are the in end. every game until the final two minutes. No, it's, it's, no and seriously, and it's, it's so Mo, you you so you know when you start seeing things like this. Okay, a, a loss is a loss. You don't get half a point for how close the game is, or you play it hard. But at some point, Mo, those players are going to improve. Kate Cunningham is going to come back. And you know what I like about young players? Because they get better, like, in a hurry. Like, all of a sudden, like, you'll see, like, Jalen Dern, for instance. You know, that's invaluable experience playing against AD. AD clearly outplayed him. But imagine the experience and the growth that this young man gets playing, yep. playing in that game. And then you watch this kid, as you said yesterday, this kid Ivy. He's just fearless. <laughs> he's just mm-hmm. he just he's just fearless. Like he has no you know fear. I mean? he, he just he's going to the basket, man. He's just going, you know. When you see young players, you know, I remember when Zion got hurt. It stinks when a young, talented player gets hurt. But they always seem to come back much better or much improved when they come back. You know, Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. Zion, a young Michael Jordan. You know, I'm not saying he's going to be those players. But what I am saying is they always seem to come back because they get a chance to just watch. You know what I mean? They're just watching. They're game planning. They're, they're sitting right there on the bench. So I think he's going to come back a much better player. And I'm going to tell you something, Mo. If they can win half of those games that they're losing currently now and begin to those players improve, you're talking about something. So, and that starts with Bogdanovich. Mo, he has really been a significant player for them in a lot of regards. And I think some at some point here, hopefully sooner rather than later, is going to pay off for them. But I would, if you are going to trade something, trade, you know, if, if, let's say if they were to consider trading for him, and I don't know this, I would think, well, you need, you need a significant player back because he is, well, he's playing at a very high level. <laughs> I mean, well, he's playing some good basketball right now. You know what I mean? Well, like he's playing at a, I mean, well, like if let's say this team was four or five games over 500, you're saying this guy's an all-star. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I mean, Mo, those are good numbers. Read his numbers again, Mo. What's his numbers? Bogdanovich. Yeah. 21 points a game, 2.6 rebounds, 2.4 assists, 50.8% 50. from the field, 43.7% from three-point range. Wow. I mean, Mo, that's... that's, that's <laughs> I mean, like Mo. 10 years ago, that would have been an all-star stat line. This season, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, yeah, but he's putting up numbers. I, I, I mean, I... I more so than the 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 numbers or the you know his percentages. So, Bo, that means he, he's taking good shots. Yeah, I he's think making tough he shots. Does, he does a great job scoring, coming off curling off screens and stuff like that. And that's something that the Lakers could really benefit from. Uh, but another conversation that the Lakers have been having has been with the New York Knicks involving Cam Reddish and Evan Fournier coming over to you know the uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, I think every team should be trying to get Cam Reddish. If it's true that the asking price is only a second round pick. I think every team should be. I think the Celtics could go and get him. I think you know, you know someone's got to take a shot. You know, I, I, I just, you know, you, you know, I, 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 I love players, but I, I really love players like Cam Reddish. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Cam Reddish and what he brings to the court. I, I, I just think he is. I, I, again, I don't know him 
um, as well. But I mean, what a talent, Mo. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. He's just, I mean, what, what a talent. Like, I mean, on the surface, you're looking at the talent going, could be, ought to be, should be. Now you got to get him and find out why he's not. Because, Mo, that young man has some serious talent. I, I, I love his talent. I love his athleticism, his size. I mean, he's about six, seven. Can defend a little bit shoots a little bit, puts it on the floor a little bit, runs the lane like a, I mean, he's excellent speed, quickness. I mean, Mo, I, like, what is there not to like? Mm-hmm. Now, there must be something we can't see, <laughs> okay? So well, that's the I, only thing I can do. I think it's, there must be Tom something. Thibodeau wasn't happy that the front office traded for him without him wanting to trade for him, you know, because he doesn't really fit his Yeah, plans. like I said, maybe it's something that... Maybe again, something in Atlanta wasn't there, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, I mean, that's just a talent. I mean, mm-hmm. that young man, I remember him coming out of high but school. You, he, you was, th- he was one of the best players in the country. But you got to think about this. In Atlanta, you're on a team with Trey Young, who's going to have the ball for most of the game. In New York, you're on a team with Julius Randle and now um, Jalen Brunson, who are going to have the ball for most of the game. If Cam Reddish had gone to a team, for example, if he went to the San Antonio Spurs, where he could actually have possessions every night to work on his game and get comfortable. I think that the situation in which a player gets drafted to or traded to can, can often have a bigger impact on their career than just their talent level. It could be, I, it, it, it could be, I, I, I don't know, but what I do know Mo, is he passes the eye test. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. You know, there's two players that pass the eye test for me. Karen Radish is one. Okay, and James Wiseman is the other. Mm. Now I don't know. I don't know. I, I again just just watching. I'm just watching. Those two players for me, Mo, they just pass the eye test. They look like the type of athletes that every team in the league could utilize. But it must be something we can't see. However, mm. Cam Reddish in particular, I'm willing to find out. Okay. I think he is a talent. And I love the fact of what he could do on the defensive end. I think he could be a very disruptive player. But again, I just just, you know, you and I just watching the NBA game. I I, I would take a chance on Cam Reddish just based on the eye. I mean, what do you have to lose at this point? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Mo, without question, he is an NBA talent. Okay. You've significantly upgraded your talent with Cam Reddish <laughs> on your team. That's right. Now, two players whose names are always in trade talks, John Collins, which appears every season, and Jay Crowder, who Phoenix Suns have been trying to trade since the start of the season. But um, apparently the Suns recently engaged in a three-team trade. This was just the discussion. It didn't go through. It would have sent Jay Crowder to Milwaukee, which I think I suggested okay. a couple months ago. Four bucks second round draft picks along with some salary fillers to Houston, which I imagine would be maybe Grayson Allen or someone, and Eric Gordon and or Kenya Martin Jr. to Phoenix. The holdup in a potential three-teamer was that the Rockets are covering one first round pick for Gordon and for Martin, a very good first rounder, not a batch of second rounders. So that trade could very much well happen if Milwaukee included a first round pick instead of the four second round picks. What do you think of that deal? Should we break it down team by team? 
Jay Crowder on Milwaukee. How do you like that fit? I think Jay Crowder is a very good basketball player. Very, very, very good basketball. However, but when I look at this Milwaukee Bucks team, there's something that really stands out to me with this team that I would like to see the Bucks address because I don't think it's going to be a problem until they get to the playoffs. I would like the Bucks to acquire a player that can play off the dribble. I have a player in mind that I would like to see. Okay, the okay. And, and, and the reason I say this, and the reason I say this is because when you watch the Bucks play, Giannis is going to be guarded by three guys every single night. Mm-hmm. When Chris Middleton, who went out the other night with the, I don't know, hopefully it's just a game injury, then he'll be back in the next game. I'm not sure how significant it is. But when you watch them play down Chris Middleton, with the exception of Drew Holiday, there isn't another player on their roster that can play off the dribble, which puts an enormous amount of pressure on Giannis because it takes not one, not two, but at least three guys just to contain him. You can't stop him, mm-hmm. just to contain him. If they had another player who could play off the dribble to do some things so that Giannis can, you know, he doesn't have to do it 99% of the time for this team. He's capable of doing it 99% of the time. I think it just gives them a new look that clearly you can't defend. Mm -hmm. If you could put another guy off the dribble, off the bounce with a healthy Middleton and Drew Holiday, and what Giannis brings, I think is like one of those things that will open up the game. I think Crowder is a really good player. He's toughness. He can shoot, da-da-da. He can guard. He can do all those things. However, I'm not sure if they don't already have that player in Bobby Portis. Yeah, I think Crowder's more of a 3 and D guy, and he's a little bit more athletic in terms of guarding the perimeter. Bobby gives you more on the well, interior it, it, defense, but Crowder gives well, you more. I, I, if you're guarding the guy like Tatum, you're a lot more comfortable with Crowder switching out to him than you are with Bobby Portis, Bobby Portis switching out to him. That could be, that could be, but the Jay Crowder that I saw that was most effective, he starts out as a four. He starts out as some type of undersized player. He yeah, plays much bigger. The Bucks who go super sized. Like I like the idea of Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Jay Crowder, Giannis and Brooke Lopez and being big at every position. Like we talked about a few days ago with the Celtics. I, 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 I'm not mad at that. I'm not, I, again, Jay Crowder is a, he's a, he is a championship caliber player. Mm-hmm. However, at some point, not having the ability to create off the dribble when the offense does break down, because it's going to break down in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be, If you could get Jay Carter, you got to get him. Do I think that's the answer that pushes them over the top? I just hope they stay healthy because their margin of error with injury, especially to one of their playmakers that has to play off the dribble, I think it really decreases their chances. Giannis is that good. I just think if you could find another person who could play off the dribble, I think will serve them well in the way that they play.
I have a player in mind, but we'll save that conversation for another day. The Hawks <laughs> and the Heat are also interested in Crowder. And Miami's expected to have a re-energized pursuit because of its slew of players such as Dwayne Dedman and Victor Oladipo being available to trade from Thursday onwards. The Bucks could continue to seek a third team to facilitate a deal for Crowder, which would be a homecoming of sorts for the Georgia native who played his college ball at Marquette. But anyway, let's go back to that three-team deal. So, hypothetically, Jay Crowder going to Milwaukee. Four second-round picks going to Houston, but Houston wants a first-round pick for Eric Gordon. And if Kenyon Martin Jr. is in the deal, they want a very good first-round pick. Do you, let's and say Eric they, Gordon would go where? Eric Gordon to would Phoenix, go where? where to would Phoenix. Go? To Phoenix. So basically, the the Rockets are taking on salary and four first round picks, which they're not saying is enough. Why would Eric Gordon? Why would Phoenix want Eric Gordon? They already have. Where, where's he going to play? Like, I mean, they have campaign. They have Shammer. Like, there was a lot of talk about Eric Gordon coming to Phoenix last season as well. Um, just being another guy that can score, create with create with the ball in his hands, and being a knockdown three point shooter. I guess to kind of fill the void of Cam Johnson not being there. I, I don't yeah, know I'm about Phoenix. Something. I just, I just, I don't know if that's the move that puts them over the top. Um, I like Kenyon Martin Jr. having a little bounce back season or a little breakout season, if you want to call it. I think he's averaging over ten points a game now. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to his pops, Kenyon Martin Senior, one of my favorite right. players when I was growing up because he was just a right, dog right. like me. Um, yes. yeah, yeah. But, then, <laughs> but then we got to talk about this as well. The Hawks have had several teams interested in John Collins, such as Utah, Washington, Brooklyn, and Dallas. Atlanta's not shown interest so far in a potential deal that could contain Brooklyn's Joe Harris. What do you think about that uh, deal, Joe Harris, for John Collins? Joe Harris has really struggled. But for, I, I can go back real quick. I, I, I'm, still, I'm still trying to understand. I like Kenyon Martin because he's a young athletic player, plays really hard, tough, brings toughness. So I I, I understand that one with any team because I think he, you know, you look for players who can contribute to the game and don't need plays. This young man is active, plays hard on both sides, and he brings a level of toughness. So, so I think he is a nice, I understand that one. However, I don't understand the Eric Gordon. I just don't get it. Like, especially for Phoenix. I don't get it because you have Devin Booker. That's 38 to 40 minutes max in the playoffs. You have the kid, uh, Cam Johnson. You have the kid, Miles Bridges. Um, I think Johnson's out with an injury, though. So that's why they would. Uh... Yeah, yeah. But, but. Uh, Okay, he's gonna come back, and then what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Tell him next year what you told or what was reported, what was said to, to uh, um, who's the player we're talking about? Jay Crowder. So Jay Crowder. So we're gonna tell him next year you have no chance to play because Cam is coming back. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works. It just doesn't. It just see. I understand the Kenyon Martin part. I I think that's that, that to me makes sense because you want to replace that toughness. That Cam Johnson, that 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 that, Cam, uh, that Jay Crowder brought to the team, you want to replace that. So I that one I get. Now let's go to uh, Gordon played well with uh, Chris Paul when they were in Houston together. Um, yeah. So maybe it's Chris I, Paul I get who it, wants but to get now he, team. but his now his new running mate is 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 is. is uh, well, I mean, they had Chris Paul, James Harden, and Eric Gordon. So now they're gonna have Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Eric Gordon. I guess, which is just gonna be but a you worse have Bridges version. there. That's what I'm saying. But Bridges yeah. is you need Bridges. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't make sense. 
it, it this whole thing doesn't it doesn't make sense to me from a personnel standpoint it doesn't make sense okay now let, let's move on to the the to the next one which was joe harris and john collins i don't think joe harris right now i don't think joe harris and it could be due to the injury right he had an ankle injury is that correct he had an ankle yeah he injury. missed the whole of last season with an ankle injury okay so when you have these injuries to your lower ex extremities you know it's going to take time you know everyone likes to focus on the shot up top however when your base isn't there that's going to affect your shot so i think joe harris will be fine however i don't know if i'm willing to trade for joe harris right now mm, just based on what i've seen well, they basically want to replace Kevin Herter, who they traded to Sacramento basically to save money. And you look how well Kevin Herter's been playing. Um, so I don't know. I think John Collins holds more value than that around the league than just simply trading him for for Joe Harris. I would try up. to get a I would try to get a big back for him. I think if, for, if I were yeah for, I for get a big back Brooklyn, you know, Kevin Durant, John Collins, Nick Claxton, um, Ben Simmons is basically four seven first plus Kyrie. Or thereabouts. Yeah, I, 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 I would. I, if I were the Hawks, I would try to get a big bag for him. I, I would. I think John Collins. I think I value Collins and what he brings to today's game. I value him as a player, but I really value him. Um, his, you know, when we say a positionless league, he plays the game in today's era, like you want, he's tall, he's athletic, and he can play the three, four, and the five. You can shoot a and little you bit. Should be able to, well, defensively, he's not that nice as a five, but on offense, he can. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no, there's no perfect player. However, when you look at him, you're saying, with his size, you can switch two, three, four, and five with him, and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Like, because he's, he, athletically, he's quick. He can play vertical. He can block shots. He can run. He can shoot. I, I mean, I, I like him in today's game, you know? So I think he's a very, very valuable player to a team. However, I'm not there with, I don't know what the Atlanta people. Do any of the about. other names, uh, Utah, Washington, Brooklyn, Dallas, any of those four teams for John Collins stand out to you? Which would be? I the think best Dallas would be a great place. I think da I think Dallas would be a terrific place for him. I I, I really do, um, because Dallas, again, you know, I don't want to get into Dallas because yeah, I, we've I, done it, this it's, too it's, many I, times. I don't want to get, but I think Dallas, you know, Dallas needs they need they need talent. They just need to upgrade their talent. When yeah. I say their talent, their depth. They have really good players, but their depth right now because Luca and these guys are playing a lot of minutes mm -hmm. right now. So when I say, and, 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 and they have good players on the bench right there right now, but the style of play right now is a problem because of the, of the way they play. So, but I like, I like, I, I'm a, I'm a huge Collins fan. I think yeah. he's one of those players. You, I look at him the same way that people remember how people view Andrew Wiggins, yeah, two or three years ago okay. before he came to the Warriors. All star. That's how I that's <laughs> why, that's how I view him. So there's he, one more he, team. Yeah. Yes. The Washington Wizards have a piece that would be appealing to Atlanta. Kyle Kuzma. That's an interesting. No, that's there doesn't appear trade. to be traction on that trade, but in theory, I think it's a pretty interesting deal. 
That's an interesting, that's an interesting trade. Kuzma and Collins, because they're both right around the same size, right? They're both around six, not eight to six. Yeah, but I think Collins has like a bigger presence. Do you know what I mean, brother? You view him more as a four slash five, whereas Kuzma, you view him more as a three slash four. Yeah, yeah. Except I, I, I view them both as just positionless. You know, I, I, I look in the right scenario, just like Andrew Wiggins. I always viewed him. I go in the right scenario, he could be. He could be. You know what I mean? A lot of times, Mo, the, you know, just because you're drafted wherever you're drafted doesn't mean that you're that player. It just means you were the best player in that particular draft before mm. the draft. Yeah. However, it once you find a player who fits in their right space, like Andrew Wiggins currently is, suddenly you can see what all of the scouts saw when they were watching him. I mean, he is he's always been a good defensive player. Like all of a sudden now every time about defense. No, I, I watched that kid in high school. I was like, he could be an all-defensive player. I, I thought that when he was in high school. Just like when I'm watching Collins, just like when I'm watching Kuzma, you're going, in the right scenario, these players could be really, really good. Kyle Kuzma is a lane runner, ladies and gentlemen. This mm-hmm. kid this kid Collins is a vertical player. I mean, in the right scenario, you remember James Worthy? Well, you're too young. James Worthy. I've seen was a finisher, mm-hmm. okay? Big game James could finish. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying James wouldn't have gone on to have a Hall of Fame career without, without Magic, but when you play with Magic and what he brings or brought to the game, James Worthy could just finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this kid, Collins, he's a finisher around that basket. <laughs> I mean, Collins finishes. However... He's playing right now with a score. A, this kid, Trey Young, is a score first, second, and third. Mm-hmm. Imagine him playing with someone who just facilitates or allows him to just finish. He can yeah. do that. So I like Kuzma. I like this kid, Collins. I just think right now, you know, it's just sometimes things don't, don't fit. Talents don't fit. That's why roster construction, Mo, you and I are both fans of that because that's an art too. And you got to find the right, you know, situation, you know, the right types of players. Because if you play with Trey Young, he's going to get you 30 a night. He's going to get anywhere from 27 to 30 a night. So that's going to limit what the other guys are doing around him. And he's not like, you know, a top tier defender. (laughs) Okay. So you just got to find the right combinations that fit for your team. And once you find it, you go with it. But I, I am, listen, I, I think those are good players. Those are good names. You know, I, I remember, I remember Jerry West telling me many years ago when I first became an executive, right? This is over 20 something years. He, he would always say, always remember BJ, they're good players, really good players on bad teams. Mm-hmm. And you, your job is to see what they could bring in the right scenario. So I've never forgot that. I, I think this kid Collins, I think Kuzma, you know, Crowder, you know, you know, just a couple of years ago, the, the guy we're talking about from uh from uh, Brooklyn. I Joe mean, Harris. he can shoot that bad. Yeah, Joe Joe Harris can shoot that basketball. Lead, league leader in three-point percentage. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, again, in, I think he's a difficult scout today because he's not playing well right now. 
But if you if if your reports and your intel comes back, he will improve from that injury. Like I could see him going to the Golden State Warriors and suddenly being a piece. Mm -hmm. Like he's a very talented basketball player. You know what I mean? But you got to just put you got to you got to have the vision to see him in the right place. I could see him going to the Lakers and being a nice piece. I could see him being in Milwaukee and being yeah. an unbelievable piece. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. if you're, that's why I'm saying that's why those guys get paid the big bucks. But I can only see what I can see from this advantage point. Right now, he's not playing well. But if I had every indication that he's going to come back and that ankle was good and that now he just needs reps and get his confidence back, Mo, Joe Harris is a good, good basketball player. Make no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. Prior to that injury, I was, a, I, I'm still a huge fan of his. But right now, he's just not playing well. And, he, and, you know, our job is to tell it like we see it. But if if I could scout him and get the intel, find out what I need to find out, hey, Joe Harris may be the missing piece for a team out here. I hear it. Well, we're going to have to stay tuned and see what happens because these are just discussions that have taken place. Nothing solid has been done yet. It might have by the time we uh, this episode comes out. But... Let us know on social media. Let us know in the Discord. The link to the Discord is in the comments, the, the description of this podcast. Get involved in the conversation. Let us know what players you want to see traded. Quite a few listeners put in their trade suggestions in there, which is quite fun to have a look at. We might even react to some on the show, so get involved in the Discord. Make sure you listen to the show every day, Monday to Friday. We're here. Subscribe, leave a review, and all that good stuff. Stay tuned, because the rest of this week, we're bringing you more talk from all around the NBA. Don't go anywhere, and make sure you get buckets.